present in local markets. If you know how to outstrategize people with good ad images, ad videos, uh, really know how to target correctly, you can uh, kind of beat those bigger companies that have all these corporate protocols and everything. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, I'm excited to have Chad Keller. Chad, how are you doing today? Good, man. Good. How about yourself? I'm doing excellent. Chad is a real estate investor, Facebook and marketing funnel expert, and the co-founder of Motivated Leads, a digital marketing agency that helps real estate investors expand their portfolios by quickly generating quality, motivated seller leads, which that's what we're all looking for, right? Is, is good deals with motivated sellers. So um, Chad's run some uh, run Facebook marketing for both large and small companies, startups, Fortune 500 companies, and uh, generates 3,000 leads daily with Facebook. Um, that's pretty crazy. So let's let's dive in a little bit into that and, and about your real estate business as well. So why don't you give our listeners a bit more about your background and then a little bit more about, you know, what, what this motivated leads is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I, I come from the background of marketing. I've, I've owned larger agencies, uh, worked with large brands, very corporate brands in the past, uh, took the, took the profits generated there and started investing into real estate, single family homes here in Pittsburgh. I uh, did that about five years ago. Um, got more and more involved in real estate, uh, got out of the agency life for a little bit, started doing affiliate marketing where companies would just pay me on a per lead basis. I'd give them my own money and they would uh, just pay me out on a per lead basis. And then uh, me and my partner, Brian, as we got more and more doors underneath our belt, we started going to real estate investor meetups and everything uh, and realized investors were guys that just like us that we want to be around every day. We don't want to be around the corporate clients giving huge presentations and everything. Um, so we got into just running leads for some, some investors because that's what we did. And a lot of the investors were doing traditional marketing, uh, whether that be uh, mailers, bandit signs, just cold calling, skip tracing, all of that. Um, and, and we really showed them what Google and Facebook and everything can do. Uh, now we're working with about 125 investors nationwide. Um, we still run leads for ourselves all the time. Uh, and we're still buying a property about every 30 days here in Pittsburgh. So staying pretty active on the real estate side. And so are you guys, those properties are most of them flips or combination or still mostly single family? Yeah, they're all single family. We buy and hold all of them, um, use the burn method. Uh, so we've been doing that for a while now. I think we're 20, 25 doors in. Um, and, and yeah, so we always look for single families and one zip code. We're very specific about it, especially Brian, because it's close to his house. Um, and we don't have to travel far. Uh, it's a great family neighborhood. So all three, pretty much all are three bedroom, two bathroom, um, hmm. just single family homes. What, so are you, is it all Facebook ads that you're doing or is it various social media or what is it? Uh, so we do Facebook and Google. Uh, majority of, I would say like 80% of the advertising spend is Facebook. Um, Facebook's more strategy based. Whereas like Google, you can really get into like competition with iBuyer, Zillow, Realtor. Uh, and you got to have bigger budgets to compete there. Whereas in local markets, if you know how to outstrategize people with good ad images, ad videos, uh, really know how to target correctly, 
you can uh, kind of beat those bigger companies that have all these corporate protocols and everything. Got it. Got it. So it, so you've created this motivated leads and, and so then you're running your own ads, but you, is does motivated leads then help? Do you guys run ads for other people or are you just, is it, yeah. you teaching them how to do it? How does that work? So yeah, we have about 125 clients across the nation. They're all real estate investors. They're front, they're guys that have huge portfolios, like thousands and thousands of doors down to wholesalers that are just looking for a deal or two a month, uh, flippers. Um, we actually create the brand, everything. We'll create them logos, websites, set up all the ads for them and run all the ads for them. So they are just clients of ours. Uh, we get good reads on markets across the nation. Me and Brian have been talking about like, hey, should we start buying some Airbnbs or something like that? And in, in places we want to travel because we get to see the lead costs of different areas. It's crazy how, how lead costs can vary. Um, and when I say a lead, and, and we specifically target the motivated seller leads, hence the name, it's, it's people that are going through the distress situations, whether it's divorce, uh, death in the family, maybe it's a hoarder. Uh, something like that is usually what, what you're walking into to get these properties from, uh, you're helping people get out of that situation, but they make a lot of sense from an investment standpoint. Um, and lead cost varies. I mean, we ask them about 14 questions when they come in. So they're pretty qualified, like why are they looking to sell? How quick are they looking to sell? How much money do they owe in the home? All of this, um, here in Pittsburgh, we pay like $75 a lead. Uh, but people out in like, like Phoenix is like 125. You get to San Diego, you're at 250 parts of California, you can be upwards of 300, Salt Lake City's 400. So it really, you got to have a, a decent amount of spend in some areas, but most areas you can tap into for with a, with a lower spend. Interesting. What, what makes, what makes an area cost more or cost less? What? So you got to look at the, like, like here in Pittsburgh, um, a typical house that we're going after is about a hundred thousand. Um, and we put 20, 30 into that house. It assesses at 200 to 240. So we have, we have pretty good ARV on that, but you in the more competitive areas, especially like wholesalers and flippers in San Diego, for instance, I mean, their splits on houses can be 200 to $500,000, if not a million. So you have huge companies out there battling ad spend wise, and just a lot of flippers and a lot of wholesalers out there trying to all get deals. So there's just so much competition in a saturated area like that, where you just have to spend, um, to really get those leads just because they're getting hit in so many different ways. Yeah. Interesting. So what, what, like, what are some of the things you need to do? You talk, you talk about, you're trying to find these motivated sellers. How do you find a motivated seller on Facebook? Like, so yeah, you gotta build, to uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta build, um, ad images and like ad videos that speak to them. Like, why are these people looking to sell? Usually like they're trying to get cash fast. So that's where that kind of like basically make digital bandit signs. Almost we buy houses mm -hmm. cash fast, sell your house as is no repairs needed. Uh, no realtor fees, anything like that really position the ads that way, uh, to get in front of those people. And there's a lot of people don't even know that's an option, uh, where they're just going through this financial hardship or the situation that they're currently in. They're just like, Oh, what am I going to do with this property? I'm going to go through this, this, and this, um, where you show them that ad or that ad shows up, it can really change the game for them. Um, one of the properties we just bought was also from a, uh, guy, his, uh, his dad died. And the property was left to him and he lived two hours away. So he did not want to have to come in and meet the realtor. So he was like, I just want a cash offer. I just want to get out of here quick. Uh, so it made a lot of sense for him. 
So those are the type of uh, leads we're trying to find. It, it's crazy that, you know, just to think, I get it in a really distressed market, um, but we're a pretty hot market. It's, it's wild to think that there's there's that still that opportunity out there, but a, a lot of people have different motivation levels. Like you said, there's a guy that just, he doesn't want to deal with the realtor. He just, he wants to get the cash quickly. Um, so he comes to you going, Hey, buy, buy this property. I just, I don't want to deal with it. Just come and buy it. Um, and you're not taking advantage of him. You're actually doing what he's wanting you to do. Uh, it's just, it's really interesting. And like you said, there's people that just, they, they need the cash. They don't know how, and they see your ad and they go, wow, this is an opportunity for me. Yeah. Especially like hoarders and stuff. You figure they never get outside. Mm -hmm. They don't get out much and they sit on their phones all day. Uh, Cause they don't communicate with the world too much and you mm -hmm. throw an ad in front of them and they see that it's an option. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Pretty, pretty wild. I mean, if you're, if you're in this world, it's like, um, you know, the investing world's like, well, everybody knows, everybody knows they could sell their house with the realtor or they can maximize their dollar value by doing a renovation or, you know, whatever, but there's just so, so many other reasons for people to, to sell quickly. So uh, I, lo I love the idea of, of hitting them up on social media, Facebook or whatever. So um, what, how do you, how do you find the, the right marketing strategy then for your business? Like, is there, is there certain things you're looking for when you look at a company trying to say, Hey, we want to, we want to get, we want to do this. We want to grow. So uh, the, the right strategy, I would say like, it just came from a lot of testing and we're constantly testing, like no matter how well an ad creative or an ad video can do, like you always got to constantly be testing. Um, but it, the ads are one thing getting like being able to call the leads, being able to get in front of them, being able to sell yourself, sell to them is another thing, especially in this mm. market. Um, like we, we even compete, uh, here with virtual wholesalers now is like a new thing where people are actually like getting houses under contracts from other States and everything. But you walk mm. into that property and you're local and you sell yourself to that person. Like, Hey, I'm local. I'm not, are they doing a wholesale? Do you know anything about this person? You're even seeing this person. It's a whole different experience. Um, so, so you got to take that into your strategy as well, um, to, to really compete within this market. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's all about that awareness, just getting that engagement, that awareness, just getting to know the people, letting them know you're here, you're in the market and then asking for the direct conversion, like any sales, sales, uh, sales meeting, just take it digitally. Just, there's a point where you have to ask, but there's a point also where you got to get to know the person. So really going into it with like that psychology, that mindset uh, marketing wise, uh, will pay off for you. Yeah. So it's not that the ads are going to do everything for you. You still got to do the work. You still got to make the phone calls. You still got to build a relationship. You can't just say, Hey, I want to buy your house for, for this price. And this is why, uh, you got to build a little bit of rapport just like any, any other ad. Yeah. I, I wish it was uh, that easy where they were just say, yeah, let's sell right now, but you still got to go through, you got to go through the whole sales process and everything. Yeah. Um, with, Digital. So, so when we're talking like sending letters, um, th there's always that, you, you know, you got to send, you can't just send one letter. You got to send five letters. You got to send seven, 10 letters. You got to keep on going. Uh, is that what you're also doing with Facebook ads? How do you, how do you control that? 
Yeah. So we actually sent, we sent letters for a while. We used to do that until we took all the spend and put it to uh, digital uh, about two years ago, fully. Um, yeah. On Facebook, like when somebody clicks on your ad, somebody visits your website, somebody watches a video, they don't even click on the ad, they watch the video. You can retarget that person, meaning that you can get back in front of that person. You basically grab their, in your Facebook audiences, it then grabs like their user ID. So you can show them one ad, which we call at the top of the funnel, like the first time you touch them uh, would be one ad, would be one experience. And then maybe the mid funnel, take a step down, you let, the, you let them get to know you a little bit more, where it's you introduce yourself personally, the top of the funnel would be sell your house fast, sell your house for cash as is. Mid funnel, maybe you introduce yourself personally, like really try to build that credibility with them, Int introduce yourself third instance where maybe, okay, that second ad, they clicked on your website came, but they still didn't fill out a form. Go back in front of them with a testimonial, show them that you've done this, show them somebody in their local area has bought, you've bought one of their houses, something like that really builds that trust. And then you kind of create that full funnel effect um, and push them through. And then they should have the trust for you from there. So just playing with different scenarios like that. A lot of people might just be super motivated and click at the top of the funnel and fill out your form and they're done. But some people need that extra push. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's it. That's anything marketing, right? I mean, we're, we're looking at that as, you know, we raise, we raise money from investors and some people are motivated the first time you talk to them, they're like, yeah, we're going to invest in your next deal. Other people, it takes a while to warm them up, to get them to trust you, right? It's all about trust. And that's the same thing with these motivated sellers. It's all about trusting you. Um, they they want to sell to somebody who they feel like is going to actually do the deal and going to not take advantage of it. Yeah, we used to uh, just sell off leads, kind of like we do in the affiliate game. Uh, we used to just sell off leads and we realized that investors weren't closing as many deals as we close. And we're like, why is this happening? Why is this like, why isn't their close rate like the 10 to 15% that we see in our leads? And here we came to realize that like, we need to build these guys' brands. If they don't have a brand, we need to make them a logo, whether it's I buy houses, California, or Joe buys houses, South Carolina, or local guy buys houses, whatever it means. We need to get them a domain, make them a brand, make them a website, build them a presence, and they'll have a higher close rate. As soon as we did that, you, you, you saw it happen. Um, so, so yeah, that does carry a lot of weight in itself. Yeah, it's building that trust again. You know, if they... Yeah. You're just some random guy sending an, uh, sending a letter or having a Facebook ad or, or whatever, and they can't go anywhere. I could see how they're like, eh, this is some scam. Yeah. So yeah, you see it all the time. So, um, so, so yeah, that, that's why we build those individual brands. Got it. That makes sense. Um, what's, let's shift gears a little bit. What's a mistake that you've made, whether it's in this you know, motivated leads company, or whether it's in your, uh, your, 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 your rental property, you know, what's a mistake that you've made along the way of how, how have you learned from it? How can you teach your audience? Um, I would say, uh, some of the biggest mistakes would be just like contracts, getting everything right, especially within business mm -hmm. and what you do, like, no matter how much you trust somebody, make sure you have contracts, right? I mean, I, I literally built a startup from the ground up uh, from zero to hundred million in 18 months um, and didn't have the contracts right. And, uh, and been in a legal battle for, for months. Um, so like just, just from one simple thing, because I've always, I come from a background of loyalty. You just shake hands. It is what it is. And especially this industry, real estate, it's very just old fashioned. So shaking hands, all that. So contracts have just saved us a lot, even from, uh, even from the real estate perspective, business perspective, everything. 
just yeah. learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you there, man. I, I, uh, I've probably lost more money off of like not having good contracts than I have every anything else. So, actually, trusting an attorney and and yeah. getting the contract is super important. Yeah, it's it's worth it. I've always just like even with me and my business partner, when we started motivated leads. We just did hand, we've just always done handshake deals. Yeah. We've given, uh, we used to do, we, we do joint ventures nationwide too, mm-hmm. uh, where some of our clients that have been with us for a long time, will just, okay, we'll, you don't want to scale your ad spend. We'll dump some money on top for you. And let's take a percentage of the sale of these leads you get. And then you, you send them a lot of leads and they don't become a client anymore. You don't hear from them anymore. And it's like, okay, well, we got to get contracts in place for that. So Hey, real quick, I want to talk to you about the North Star Real Estate Conference. We've got the North Star Real Estate Conference. It's the third annual. Of course, we're back live this year after taking a one-year hiatus and being virtual. We're live. We've got live and virtual options for you. So I'd love to see you there. North Star Real Estate Conference. It's all about cash flowing real estate. So we're going to be hitting on multifamily. We're going to be hitting on all things commercial. Uh, we'll be talking about syndications, asset management, all of that stuff that you're going to need to know and the mindset behind it. I've got a great lineup of speakers. So go on to northstarunlimited.live, buy your tickets now. Um, I want to see you there. I want to network with you. I want to shake your hand. I want to get to know you. And we've got a ton of people that are going to be there wanting to do the same thing. So join us, North Star Real Estate Conference, October 7th and 8th. Uh, And it is in the Twin Cities at Mystic Lake Casino. So I hope to see you there. Let's talk business side. What's some advice you'd give us? Like what are, let's let's talk about, um, you know, operating your business successfully. What are like, two or three just key things that you guys make sure you're doing to continue to grow your business um, and, and improve it? I would say like systems and automation is one of the best things ever to invest in. You, you can save so many hours just mm-hmm. through like little tedious tasks. Even if that task takes you 30 seconds a day, just that time you'll save over, over time by using things like Zapier and automations just to do a lot of things for you. Um, and then just talent, like finding the right people, like it has been such a huge struggle for us. But when you find that right person, you know, and it's led to so much growth for us as well. Yeah. So that's been, uh, those have been like the two main factors for us. I'm reading the book, uh, Who, Not How. You read that book yet? I don't have that one though. It's it's by Dan Sullivan, Who Not How. It's a it's a really good book. I mean, it's pretty simple, but it's exactly what you just said there. It's like finding the right people to put in place. It, it adds so much value to your business. Yeah, it just it won't save you. I think the main thing it just saves you so much time if you have somebody you can like actually trust and not have to babysit. Yep, it, it's a game changer. Yeah, agree, agree. Um, what's a daily habit you have that helps? with your success? Um, I'm a big guy on habits. I have routines every day. Uh, the best one is just, it's so cliche, but it's just working out. Like if you don't feel good about yourself, hmm. you're not gonna have a great success. Yeah. I, I mean, there are some guys that do it, but for me, I've just worked out like every day of my life for 15 years. And What's your go-to workout? Um, honestly, I do like a lot of body weight workout um, is, is what I do. But like my favorite type of workout is, uh, is cardio. 
And whether it's running on the golf course around me, or if it's going and just shooting basketball where I'm just running nonstop shooting basketball for an hour, it's just like, get my mind off things. And, and that is my favorite, just like my meditation. As I always tell my fiance, I'm just like, this is like going to meditate. That, that's how I just get out of the zone for, for working out, set the phone down for a little bit. Did you just say you go run on the golf course? Or you just like guys are hitting balls at you and you're just dodging them. Right. I'm just picturing you like going running through the golf course and just like, no, no, uh, have balls smacked at you. No, no, we're fortunate. We live on one. And uh, so if I can get out there in the morning, they don't open up until I always wondered this since I moved here, why first tee times aren't until like eight 30. And I think it's cause like the grounds crew and everything got to get out. So I get out there at like six 30 and just nice. go run all the hills on the golf course. And everything. Oh, that's, so, that's great. That's, that's uh, fantastic. I wish I, I needed to live next to a golf course. It's the scenery. I, I swear it's just like so mellow and there's animals yeah. out there. It's just like, it, it's awesome. So that's the one thing. Cold showers too. They always help. I ever yeah. do 75 hard. Did you ever uh, do that? Yep. Yep. I did that. That was a good one. The cold showers and everything. Yep. So, so yep. that's good routines. But yeah, anything you can do to just like clear your mind and get positive thoughts into your mind. I'm a big fan of it. So I'm always trying new things too. That's cool. That's cool. Um, all right. So I got a couple more questions here before we wrap up. Um, what, well, well, tell me first, what, what's, what are your goals moving forward? What are you guys trying to do with uh, motivated leads? What are you trying to do with the real estate? Um, what's the, what's the plan? So motivated leads has like grown a lot quicker than we anticipated, to be honest. Um, and we don't know yet. Uh, we are, we love working with the clients. I mean, our whole, we were in the agency life initially, went to real estate, got back and got kind of got sucked back into the agency life with motivated leads and we love it. And it's amazing. And we're going to keep growing it because of like just the connections the network we're building, um, has been awesome. So we're just going to keep running that as is want to turn it into something more from a data standpoint, of where we can see like, okay, this is the lead cost of this city. This is the lead cost here. What markets can we eventually tap into from an investment standpoint it is what, what I want to do and what Brian wants to get into. Um, and then that just takes into like real estate. Like we want to just get as many doors underneath our belt as possible. I keep, keep growing it, keep building it. Uh, but also not like overexert ourselves where like we have the agency full-time. So real estate's a side thing. So we can only do um, we, we do one or two properties every 45, 60 days. Um, so maybe pick that up, but just kind of just running with it right now. Don't have any, like, hey, this is that, or this is that. Um, but loving to see the data that comes back from motivated leads. Just, it's so interesting how it changes per market. You ever thought of expanding motivated leads? Cause it, right now it sounds like it's mainly for people that are wanting to try to find motivated leads for a single family house, um, investors you ever think about expanding that, um, getting into, you know, some of the commercial, some of the multifamily, um, I mean, there's all kinds of motivated leads you could go after. We have clients that do it all. Um, it's not just, we, we just personally do single family. Uh, we have clients that do commercial buildings. You have clients that do industrial buildings or clients that do land. Um, so it's, it's a little bit across the board. There's just different lead costs in different industries and you need different capital too. To, we, we, we have one company that literally does like, like 50 to a hundred thousand square foot office buildings. And, and that's what they're going after right now. And I don't know what they plan on doing with them, but they're getting them at a great cost right now from a lead standpoint. 
So, um, so, so, so yeah, that is, that's not something like we advertise for, but we have a lot of clients that are like, Hey, can we try this? Can we try this? And we end up doing it and it ends up working. So it's across the board what people do it, do it for. Cool. Cool. That's, that's, that's exciting. A lot of my, uh, listeners are, you know, we got plenty of people that are doing single families, but you know, a lot of people that are doing, uh, other aspects of, of real estate as well, commercial real estate. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, Lanza. Land's just been such a new one popping up. We have so many people asking for land and so many guys yeah. out for land right now. And it's just new to us, but it's working. And, and we're seeing uh, some areas. It's very hot in Florida. Um, mm. We're seeing Texas is starting to pick up a little bit for land, but we'll see. Sure. Makes sense. Um, what's a favorite book? Oh, favorite book. Uh, favorite book I've ever listened to. Uh, Cause I listen to books a lot and I read books. Favorite book I've ever listened to is shoe dog by Phil Knight. Oh, I like that. Uh, just cause it's like a, it's like a entrepreneur's book, but it's a story story. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a different way how he tells it. Um, a book of uh, the confessions of an advertising man um, is, is a great old book um, just cause I'm in marketing and, and I've loved it. Um, so, so it, that's a great book. It just teaches you about just marketing and, and the, um, just the standard practices of psychology and everything. Uh, it's another storybook. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's like Ogilvy, Ogilvy or something. He created the first advertising agency in New York and he had like BMW, uh, Procter Gamble, um, he had all his shell, shell oil, he had all these huge companies and he was turning some down and he was, tells you why he turned them down and how he selected his clients. So it's just super interesting. That's cool. Uh, I'll have to check those out or check that one out. I've, I've done the shoe dog and actually my, my daughter um, and I listened to that whole thing. So it was, it was a cool book. Uh, how do you like to give back? Uh, so what we do is, well, me and my fiance, actually, um, she actually had a client, she owns a hair salon business and she has this client that uh, builds homes for, and builds homes like shelters and also school supplies for kids in Africa. Um, and like, I've always been like one that like, Oh, is this really like actually going to charity or is this not going to charity? Like, especially if you're donating places. Um, so because we knew her personally and knew how devoted, like she like changed her whole entire life to it. Uh, we do a lot there. Um, so that's like financially how we give back, but giving back from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I always just, especially my employees trying to turn them into entrepreneurs. So if I can get them to, uh, uh, start businesses and they're super successful and invest in them. It's a, it's a great return. Yeah. So always trying to give back to them as much as possible. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, and that's the abundance mindset right there. You know, like turning your employees into potential business owners, well, you're going to eventually lose them as employees, but you've got that abundance mindset where, you know, that's going to be better for everybody in the end. So that's exactly. Uh, last question. What are your three pillars of wealth creation? Uh, well, one real estate, I invest a lot in the real estate, um, that that's a, a big market. Um, two is just, uh, myself. I mean, the more and more I can take care of myself from my sound selfish, but from like a health standpoint, just a mindset standpoint, if I can stay on top of my game. I know more wealth is going to be created. Um, and then three, this is might like contradict a little bit, but risks, I've always been a fan of taking investments into risky businesses of, of whatever it may be, um, startups or even my fiance, she's owned salons. So now we're starting a, a hair extension business. We're going to take a risk. It's a pretty decent amount of capital to get the, get the extensions from other countries. 
So um, just like that one risk could turn into such big returns that you can put into stocks or real estate that it's, it's worth taking it at times. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But, you know, you got the real estate, which is not very risky. And then you're taking risks. Sounds, I mean, you, you've got, if you're not going to take risks, you're not going to grow. Yeah. So balancing it out there. Yep. So. Love it. Well, uh, Chad, how can our listeners get in touch with you, learn more about what you got going on, uh, connect with, you know, your, your motivated leads, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if you go to just motivated-leads.com, fill out a form, schedule a calendar, appointment, you will be talking to me or Brian. Everyone thinks it's nuts that me and Brian still take like every single call that comes in. Uh, but it's, it, we're the investors on the team. Uh, and we talk to all of our investors and all of our clients one-on-one. Uh, we want to know what's happening in markets, what's going on. We're very, very hands-on in the business, more hands-on than we should be. Um, but it's just because we love building those relationships and we're building that huge network of investors. So uh, just go there, fill out a form, calendar invite. You'll either get me or Brian, pretty much like the same person. It's crazy. And we work really well together. So both have the same knowledge on everything. Cool. Awesome. Well, again, appreciate you uh, joining us on the show and uh, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Definitely, man. Same here. Appreciate you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.